Welcome to the Humble Pie Podcast. This is the podcast that is life admin for your soul. My name is Teresa. And I'm Mush. And we are your hosts. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode seven. Yes, episode seven. seven. Magic number seven, no? Pardon? Magic number seven. Magic, yeah, yeah, let's go with that, yeah. Magic number seven, people. Um, thank you so much for joining us once again. We hope you've had a blessed week so far. Yes. Today's episode is entitled... I am ambitious. Ambitious, yes. Um, so, yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. But if you follow us on social media, Instagram specifically, yes. you will now know what we look like. Finally. We, we posted a little picture of ourselves. <laughs> Uh, and so, um, so we're not a robot. We're not some algorithm. <laughs> so you seem to do voices and talk about certain stuff. We're real. We're actual, this like, is us. real, hundred percent. It took a people. while, but we got there. It took a minute, but we just, you know, everything in this good time. Yes. Um, so today, um, well, firstly, if you want to follow us on social media, it is podcast.humble.pi that's on Instagram and Twitter and it's podcast.humble.pie at gmail.com if you want to drop us a little email as well mm-hmm. but um, to coincide with us finally posting a picture of ourselves we'll probably talk about how we became Christians actually yeah I think it's about a little, time yeah open up a little bit a little bit of our journey it's not anything phantasmical but (laughs) something small Mm. just to let you know um i'll start (laughs) uh my mother is a christian um so she's always gone to church so as a child i always accompanied her to church as well but um i started to take my journey seriously from uni so i was about 18 and um, obviously, um, when you're when you're taking your life into your ha- own hands, let's say, um, you're you're I don't know, laying foundations, you could say. So um, I was far away from home, and I was looking for a church to be with, for activities to join and stuff like that. So um, I joined the choir, which in, in turn I found a church through that choir. And yeah, I just got into church and the Holy Spirit convicted me and it was more serious than it had been in the past. It was just kind of coasting. So it's been up until that time, until now. I haven't been in the same church the whole time, obviously because of traveling. I went to uni in Leicester. So um, my mum's church, which is Kensington Temple, has always been my base church. So, mm. like, when I'd travel and go away, I'd always come back to oh. that. So, I'm in KT at the moment now. But, yeah, God is good. Amen. So, yeah. Ah, oh, amazing. Um, okay, so, um, similar to you, I grew up in a Christian family. Uh, my parents... Um, like I was christened as a child, used to go to church, Sunday school. Um, I really enjoyed it. We went to loads of different churches, if I'm honest. So my parents, um, we like moved cities a couple of times for my dad's job and things. So I've uh, been to loads of different churches. So I don't have like a home church that I like grew up in the whole time. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> several different types of churches in different parts of the world as well. And um, 
I'd probably say I really started to take it seriously. So when I was 17, I moved to Birmingham. Mm -hmm. And that was like a really big change for me. And I'd say at that point, like a lot of my safety blankets had been pulled away. Mm. Like what I was familiar with was just everything was different. It was new people, new culture, new climate, new everything. (laughs) New schools, new, just everything was new. And I felt like the only things that kind of remained consistent was God. Mm -hmm. Um, Even my family around me was different because like my sister had also moved. So she was going through like the transition of moving to a new place. Mm Um, and we were in a new school together so we were both like in a lot of change but I felt like God was the one consistent thing mm-hmm. um, like going to church still gave me that sense of peace um, I still felt like I could pray and get direction from God and so I think then was when really something hit home that like oh this is like this is like the source of life like I need mm-hmm. this relationship with God mm-hmm. um, and then I like joined a church in Birmingham and I met a lot of friends through it and became a very big part of the community that was important to me and I met um, I did a gap year at that church I think that again like really affirmed my faith challenged it a lot but it it, it taught me a lot about like trusting God versus trusting people Mm -hmm. so I'd say then was probably really when I'd say like I was like, okay, I'm in this relationship with God for life, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then since then, uh, I've moved, like, went to uni, went to church while I was at uni, then moved to Warwick. I mean, moved to London. I went to uni at Warwick. Moved to London, went to one church for a couple of years, made some amazing friends, um, and then kind of felt called to move. Mm-hmm. And then... Here I am at KT. <laughs> I feel like I'm such a nomad, literally all my life, like mm-hmm. both spiritually in terms of churches, mm-hmm. in terms of like what countries I live in, in terms mm-hmm. of what cities I mm-hmm. live in. Mm-hmm. I'm always like moving. <laughs> <laughs> no, life is not about staying still and being in the same place all the time at all. No. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's always God that's moved me, so mm-hmm. it's like, well, all right, let's go. Let's yeah, go. yeah. Listening to his voice. It's good. Try. It's not. It's not an easy thing to do. No. Yeah. Comfort zones are really seductive. For real. Um, but I'd say God is the only comfort zone that is safe. Yes. Hey man. Yes. Okay. Yes. What I'm a word. <laughs> <laughs> Just came out of nowhere. <laughs> um. So yeah, those are our testimonies. Um. I, we would love to hear yours. We would really love to hear. Like, if you listen to this. DM us on, on Instagram or send us an email so we can join in praising God for you know your salvation as well as ours. Okay, so welcome to the part of the podcast where we discuss the theme of this episode, yes. which is I am ambitious. So um, the way it works is we put, pick two d- Bible verses independently of each other, which we think represents the theme that we're talking about, and just discuss through it and have a conversation. So um, this week I have chosen First John uh, chapter 2, verses 15. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading the New King James Version. Um, I read from 15 to 17. So, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, 
and the pride of life is not of the father but is of the world and the world is passing away and the lust of it but he who does the will of god abides forever amen amen so i am ambitious i think it was one of the most tricky ones that we have done yeah, so far. Yeah, this one's a tough one to do, to be honest. Because ambition is not really mentioned in the Bible. And if it is, it's very few times. Mm. So it was a tough one. And we're here to break down and dispel what ambition actually means. Because Yeah, that was my next question. What, yeah. what does it actually mean to you? Yes, that's the thing. And the Bible is here to tell you that ambition does not mean ambition. Because there's the world's version of ambition and then there's the Bible ambition. So, so what, what would you say is the world's version of ambition? Oh, of course, to get the most money that you can, to get the best house you can, the best car, the best family, best looking husband or wife, perfect couple, children, 2.4 children or whatever they say, <laughs> to, to live in the best country or the best area. Mm. Everything is like get the best of what is on offer. Mm. But that never ends when it comes to human nature because mm. we always want more, 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 yeah, more. And I that. think you were mentioning last week as well that money problems for someone who's homeless is different from money problems that someone who's a billionaire. a billionaire. Yeah. But I don't think there's a billionaire that doesn't work to get more money. Yeah. Everybody, no matter how much they have, wants more. Yeah. So it just kind of proves nothing's ever enough. Well, no. Well, for money, it'll never be enough to satisfy the deep thing you actually Yes, of course. Nothing can satisfy that except God. So if you're trying to fill that hole with money, you'll just keep keep trying. That's what it is. I, I guess I can... Um, shall I do the dictionary version of ambition? So ambition can uh, be defined as having or showing a strong desire and determination to succeed. Or um, a plan or piece of work intended to satisfy high aspirations and therefore difficult to achieve. So having the best of everything, everyone can't do it. It's some kind of small club or elitist club that very few make it into. And having the desire to succeed as well, to do better than everyone else. So when you listen to it, it's like it's not a group activity it's not bringing people with you it's how much you can gain or how you can make it to the top in terms of my interpretation but once again that's of the world so let's talk about what the bible wants us to do so the bible the ambition sorry i just sneezed that's what that was Carry on. <laughs> Try to hide it, but I was like, let me just tell you guys. <laughs> so, like, is it going to be like? <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, you're saying what the, the Bible says. Yeah, the Bible is the ambition means in the Bible to desire the things of God and to help our fellow man. Mm-hmm. That's it. Seems simple, but you have to forget about being the best at everything but being the closest to god and 
trying to be like Christ. That should be your ambition. And your ambition is, I'm going to help as many people as possible. If they're going through something, I'm going to give as much as I can, not even monetarily, but like give of your time and your love and yeah, things like that. That is what the Bible is saying and it's so different from the world so it's been yeah. skewed it's i think it's i think it's difficult though because i mean i agree with you that to some people ambition is a very selfish thing it's a very much like how much can i get it's, it's about like i want i want i want i want is what kind of what ambition comes to mind but then i also do think that there is a type of godly ambition like as you say that is very much about kind of modeling christ's life and serving others but I do also think sometimes God can put the pursuit of of riches or of of things to bless other people on, in, on your heart so like for example so for example if I think about my grandfather mm-hmm. he was a very godly man mm-hmm. very um had a very big family had like quite a good position in society at the time and he um was he was born into a colonized country Mm. so born into a place where a lot of the kind of wealth that god had naturally given the people had been stolen from Mm -hmm, them mm -hmm. and they were put in a very like subjugated difficult situation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he was very ambitious that he wanted all of his children to be educated abroad he wanted like education was so important to him he built businesses and um kind of created out of a very tough situation he was very ambitious to see his family push mm-hmm. beyond the situation he was in mm-hmm. and I honestly believe that that was like godly ambition that God was like okay the world and greed and evil has created this situation around you but because he was such a faithful man God gave him the ambition to lift out of it so he built businesses which meant he could send all of his children to universities all over the world so they could become like engineers and lawyers and business people and become successful in their own right Mm. and for somebody who's born into a colonized country and been so pushed down so pressed Mm -hmm. so unable to get out of that um because he was he was like 80 by the time um independence had come Mm -hmm. i feel like that foresight that ambition to have more was a godly ambition and it was to bless his community so he started businesses that were like serving his community because he was like we need to create our own wealth we need to do things for ourselves Mm -hmm. i think that came from that's like a godly ambition i I don't know i just want to play advocate here and be like isn't that just a worldly ambition i think so because he's creating physical tangible things here on earth I think so. Some of it, definitely. Yeah. But I do yeah. think also some of it, it wasn't just like he like was like, I'm going to build businesses to like have a big house and yes. drive a nice car. That is he could have done that mm-hmm. instead of, but instead he like built churches for his community. He built the like local clinic in the village. He basically cool. built the whole town, right? And he sent all those children to really good schools. He Lovely. was very much like, sowing seeds mm-hmm, built, mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. I think I think I, I personally maybe it's just because I come it's from your that family <laughs> right so I come from that family and so my grandfather was like that all my aunts and uncles are like that me and all my cousins are like that mm-hmm. right he's created this legacy and we're mm-hmm, all like mm-hmm. we've got to keep going like yeah. we kind of joke about it how yeah. like we're very um, quite hard on ourselves and push ourselves very hard mm. but 
it's not for the sake of I need the nicest car, I need the flashiest house. It's more for the sake of I want to create a legacy for my family, for my children. I understand the sacrifices made for me to have what I have. Mm-hmm. I don't want to waste that. So I like to think that that's godly ambition. I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard. It's hard because literally in the dictionary, ambition does not mean the same in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for us to say that that is godly and mm-hmm. that is worldly. It's not like all ambition is worldly, but I don't know. Let's be real. Let's let's be really honest with ourselves. Of course, we're like, I want to get to a certain level, and then I will be able to help everybody else. Mm-hmm. So in, in terms of your granddad, he probably thought, let me help my family get to a point, and then he had abundance, and he was able to reach out for everyone else. So I don't know how many years that took. So yeah, let's say for ourselves now, oh, oh, I want to buy a house at this age. I want to have this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to have young children, so I need to look after them. So you've lived a life of, let's say, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And then it's after 40 years, you think, oh, let me start helping the community now. Let me mm-hmm. start reaching out and use the resources that I've given. I, I just feel like the Bible is radical in terms of changing our perception and what we think we know. So in terms of the word ambition, we think we know what it is and it's completely not what we expect it to be. Yeah. So it's just to challenge yourself in the way you think about ambition. So it's this whole seek God first and everything shall be added. So But then I do I do kind of wonder like <clears throat> you know I don't know I mean, maybe it's just because of real talk. I am very ambitious. Mm-hmm. I'm very aware that um, that that I am very ambitious and that I do like very nice things mm-hmm. and and I'm very willing to work very hard yeah, for them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I would be as as the world terms ambition terms ambition I would mm. be considered very ambitious definitely mm, mm. but I'd also like to think that um, there's like a godly ambition I don't know I, I find to be honest this week's episode is so difficult to prepare it's, for it's really because, difficult because I've always been taught ambition is a good thing that if you're not ambitious that's a bad thing like, I don't if you're think not it's a bad thing if you're not, yeah if you're not ambitious that means you don't want to go anywhere you don't want to mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Create achieve anything, anything yes and, and I always think of that verse um, that parable where Jesus was talking about uh, how what was it how some people were given coins one guy buried them is this a, par- a parable of the talents exactly parable mm-hmm. of the talents and then the one mm-hmm. guy buried the talents and one doubled one doubled and then one got like ten times as much yeah yeah and I remember my dad always used to say that, like, you've been given a lot, but you can make more than what you see. Like, uh-huh. you, can, you can build build an empire, essentially. <laughs> and everybody's like, I'm building my empire. But anyways, my dad always used to say that. Mm. And so, um, to me, I feel like that there's a balance between seeking money yes. and greed. Yes. Because if you do it... For, to any extent, whether so if you're like, I will, I will step all drugs, over, I will do any, I'll do anything to get yeah. money, then that is like, 
concern is like evil ambition because mm. it's not about you, you have no concern about what you have to interact with or bring into your life because your end goal is like I just need money I want to drive that Bentley or that Ferrari or Maserati or whatever it is mm-hmm. I want that house I want that woman I want mm-hmm. that man it's about owning things because I think godly ambition is about trying to release the full potential that God's put inside you you know like if you know you're smart if you know actually I'm very good at connecting the dots in this way I could build a business about that I could create a community around that mm-hmm. or I could serve my community around that but you want to be excellent at it I do think that is like that that, that drive to release everything God's put inside of you mm-hmm. I think that's like Godly ambition <laughs> This is like the first I don't, thing. Yeah. We were like saying different things. We were like, hmm, I don't know. But it's good. It's, good. it's try. It's very hard to live it. What I'm talking about. So please don't be like, oh my gosh, she has got it all worked out. She has got the major keys. No, I'm just pl- trying to play advocate in this. I'm just trying to understand why God is saying that ambition is knowing Him and seeking Him and getting gifts from Him. Why is that? And trying to apply it to christ as well because he knew he had limited time on this earth so you could say that he knew what he needed to achieve within that time so he didn't seek riches but then he relied on god and god is his father so god was a provider so he only went hungry when he fasted but every other day maybe i don't know traveling costs other people were paying for it so god provided in that way so I'm just trying to understand that was Jesus able to go through this earth without having to worry because he was seeking God and the ambition that he already, the planned ambition that he had on this earth because he knew about it and because God is his father and is protecting him and watching over him, it wasn't going to go away until god's plan was fulfilled so i'm just trying to understand that part of it as well because well i don't know i would it's interesting you say that because i would look at jesus and think he was very ambitious because like as a child he went into the temples and was Mm -hmm. like talking right he he was very bold to stand up and he gathered huge huge crowds like I feel like he's very intentional about the circle around him. Mm. He's very intentional about taking time away and, True. and being close. Yeah. But his his goal was to to put himself in front of thousands of people and talk about God's heart for them, yeah. God's heart for living life. Mm-hmm. He talked to you know he he really got into the nitty gritty of like so you think that God's about all these rules and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. He's actually mm-hmm. talking about the relationship with God and mm-hmm. <clears throat> the nature of God. But his ambition was like I need to do this as as much as I can so that all across the world every scholar of that time heard about him mm-hmm. wrote about him mm-hmm. you don't get to be like <clears throat> essentially like viral in, in <laughs> bible times in bible times without really, yeah. really wanting to right mm-hmm. and of course he was anointed for that that's mm-hmm. that was his purpose he's God on earth right so of course he could do that but I still think the like intention he he sacrificed maybe always being in one place mm-hmm. and the, the home comforts and being close to his his parents or maybe his childhood friends he sacrificed those things because mm-hmm. he was like my purpose is to reveal the heart of God to humanity 
and I have this amount of time to do it. And he was he was ambitious with that. Like he went at it a hundred percent. He went at it and then he died for it. Mm-hmm. I think like I mean, again, it comes down to how we're defining ambition. That's but if the you, thing. But, if, but for me, if I'm thinking about ambition, ambition is the ability to take what is inside of you and amplify it in one direction, to focus on something and achieve a lot in it. That's what I'm thinking about when I think about ambition. I'm thinking about it as like... Showing a strong desire and determination yes. to succeed. Yes. Exactly. According to the dictionary. <laughs> exactly. So that's that's how that's how I'm thinking about it. And so I would say Jesus was ambitious and successful in ambition as well. So my verse for the week, this comes from Deuteronomy um, chapter twenty-eight, verses twelve and thirteen as well. I'll read to you. And so um, this is kind of like God talking about the blessings that come from obedience. I'd, I'd recommend you read the whole chapter actually, but for the purposes of today, um, let me read it and then I'll tell you what I was thinking. So it says, The Lord will open the heavens and the storehouse of his bounty to send rain on your land and season and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations but will borrow from none. The Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top and never at the bottom. Do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today, to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. Amen. Uh, amen. So when I was thinking about this verse, it was kind of... So if I think about ambition, I think about it in terms of you know, being the best you can be. Mm-hmm. Um, like really allowing God to like let you flourish, I mm-hmm. guess. Like mm-hmm. giving God the space to be like, okay, if I'm smart, I'm going to be really smart. I'm going to read as many books as I can. If I am really good at painting, I'm going to like invest in that and become very good at it. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, just kind of whatever God is naturally giving you, nurturing that, mm-hmm. allowing him to direct it. And so when I was thinking about this verse, um, I, you know, it does talk about these are kind of some of the more tangible blessings of what God will give you. So um, he talks about sending rain on your land and season blessing the work of your hands saying you'll lend to many nations but borrow from none so that kind of speaks to excess wealth the lord will make you the head and not the tail Mm. and you'll be at the top not the bottom and this is as a result of following god's commands so the caveat on this is always it is about having that close relationship with god listening to what he's telling Mm -hmm. you trusting in his commandments Mm -hmm. and then after that comes a blessing of you know the yeah. wisdom of having excess of mm-hmm. being able to um, be at the top and at the bottom. Yes. Um, and so, you know, personally, as I said before, I'm very ambitious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't be shy away from saying that, to be honest. And, but I guess it's always like very difficult, I think, as a Christian to balance that desire to to pursue excellence, to be the best you can be, mm-hmm. to go after things that you desire but also balance that with consistently staying within kind of God's a good relationship with God and following his commandments Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess the thing is it's like you can build a career and you can be deeply successful but you can do that with God yeah 
for sure you can do without him yeah and so you might look at someone say bill gates bill gates so he's like obviously came up with um microsoft yeah. and built this company but i know he's a man of faith and he gives millions away. oh i didn't millions know he was a man away. of way yeah okay. he is and he literally like yeah, gives, gives so lot, much yeah. of his wealth away. He he's does. very convicted about he kind does. of the human condition. Yeah. And I think that's a good example of like God blessed him with an idea and then mm-hmm. put people around him and a team around him where they could build this yeah. this business which has honestly changed the world. Seriously, it's everywhere. Yeah, ev- literally everywhere, you go. everywhere. Microsoft is like the leader. Yeah. yeah. And um or you can build a huge business and you know be as well known and wealthy but for very different reasons so <clears throat> i'm trying to think who can i mention so you might look at a businessman like trump yes, i was Whatever. about to say yeah. that yeah it's I easy mean, isn't po- it po- politics aside you know he he hasn't done that much to bless the world he's t- he takes he takes from the world apparently isn't he in a lot of debt anyway he's had to he's borrow a lot, a debt, lot yeah. to he, he's, he's in a lot of debt. He also started with like a couple of million from mm-hmm. his dad, so mm-hmm. um, he's not as good a businessman as he likes to make up. <laughs> but um, I think that's a good example of like both two very driven, yes. ambitious, yes. smart people who built businesses. Obviously, Trump's businesses. If we take out the finances, but the fact that we both we know both of their names, we mm. know they're both businessmen. Mm. Mm. But the ways that they've blessed the world, yes, very different. Very different. And so I think it's like you can still be ambitious. You can still want to achieve out of this world amazing things and look after your family and have nice things. But if you do that God's way, if that's something He's put on your heart to do mm-hmm. God's way, then He will bless it like more abundantly than you can imagine. Yes. Like this verse says send rain to to send rain on your land and season bless all the work of your hands mm-hmm. but if you decide to not do that's God's way yeah you can still do it but but the the kind of ripple effect yeah of of um what comes out of that it's not blessed by God you end up in death mm-hmm. and you offend people you inspire crazy men like you know it just gets messy yeah and who knows that his next gen who knows if his next generation is going to be in the same position that he mm. did because there's very wealthy people who have squandered their children have squandered the wealth and the mm. next generation there's nothing there left for them mm, exactly um and so i think it's yeah so that's kind of why i chose this verse because i was like i think staying close to god's heart being obedient like obedience this is a theme I think that comes up every every single time. Humble, theme. obedience, yeah, every, lowering yourself. It's, it's always, it's always come back to God, be in His presence, and then you'll be blessed from there. Like mm-hmm. there is no other place to receive <laughs> such a blessing. Mm-hmm. So if it's you want to blessing and the things you're ambitious about, come back to God. Yeah. If you are blessing in terms of your influence, come back to mm-hmm. God. If you are blessing to be bold, come back to God. Like mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. is the source. If you want strength. If you want strength, if you want love, if you mm-hmm. want beauty, mm-hmm. whatever it is you need, come back to God. And so and it's, it's fascinating to me that every verse we talk about, every theme we talk about every week always points back to that same thing yes, of like it's true. just go. Yes, Just go back to God. it's true. Rest there, and from there, it's all, it's all Gucci. <laughs> Wait, we we don't say Gucci anymore, actually. Oh, what did they do? It was a blackface thing. Oh no! It's on jumper, so it's all Fendi, 
But Fendi is ugly as well. I don't know. It's all good. Let's just stick with that. It's all Balenciaga. It's all Balenciaga. Go. Good. Okay. Yeah, I need to, I need a black list of like brands I can't support. I nearly bought something in H and M the other day, and then I was like, "Watch yourself, Ashana." Oh yeah, I forgot about that oh, one. Yeah. I don't have Gucci money, so I don't no, own anything neither. from Gucci me anyway. Neither. So I can't even boycott. That's no, true. <laughs> Not here pretending. Maybe the perfume. Yeah. <laughs> true. It can be like, no, I'm not gonna get that perfume. Yes, true. Um, the affordable stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that's my best. This this one was a tough one. So if you feel like you can dissect it more or you have been convicted in yourself in terms of what ambition is to you or what God says ambition is, then send it in. Mm, We'd love to geez. hear from you. Because this one, it's, it was a tough one. Yeah, I it think was. it was a, it was a tough one in terms of I thought this was the right way and it's totally not. Yeah. It's flipped it on his head and it's like, oh no. Yeah, I can't lie. I'm feeling a bit challenged mm. because being ambitious is something I always prided myself on. But, and, and I, I still think I that's, think, yeah. being ambitious is a good thing, but I think it's like, always, always, you've got to keep your eye on God because mm. if you if you start to take it off and... And the ambition can so easily yeah, turn against yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it's just a good reminder that, like, this ambition is good. This drive is good. Mm-hmm. It's from God. This yeah. work ethic is good. The desire to create a legacy for me and my family mm. is good. Mm. But keep my eye on God because otherwise... And in London, I feel... I'm like... We always come back to this, but, like, with social media, it's so tempting to be like, look at me here, spending money, doing this, living life, living my best life, like, doing all these things, <laughs> creating this, this, like, it's just so tempting to, um, to start to worship money. And yes. To do anything to get it. Um, and I've seen that, I've actually seen some people fall into some very deep, dark traps because they're trying to get money. Money, money, money. See, money. the love of money is the root of all money. evil, not, not money just itself. Money, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The love of it, so boy. Exactly. So we have come to the life admin section of today's podcast. Yes. Uh, and so this is slightly on a different theme, but this is something I've actually been wanting to share for a while. So, like last week, I gave you guys some templates to think about problems. Yes. And uh, how, if you can identify the type of problem, mm-hmm. you're better able to find the, the solution, solution that works. Yeah. Have you tried that? I haven't encountered any problems. You haven't had any, oh, Life is great. Life is good. Oh, you got to teach me what you're doing. That was sarcasm, but yeah. I haven't, <laughs> like I haven't thought about anything. Um, so this week... Uh, I kind of wanted to share some thoughts I have about the different types of people and relationships that you that, that you have in life. Mm-hmm. So if you think about your life as a garden, a really nice garden, the sun is shining, and in this garden you will have grass, mm-hmm. you have flowers, you have trees, and you have weeds. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, no weeds. Oh. Mm. Um, and you need all of those. So a garden full of trees and no grass isn't really great. No. A garden full of just flowers, but no trees and no grass isn't great. You need a bit of a mix mm-hmm. of all of them. Mm-hmm. Even the weeds, the weeds kind of keep the flowers in check, right? So you need <laughs> you need a little bit of everything. And so in my theory, grass, 
I'll start with the flowers. So in my theory, flowers are like friendships, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So friendships, they can grow and bloom really quickly. Yes. And then when the season is over, they die. Yes. Right? And they're beautiful while they're like in bloom. Mm-hmm. And um, they are a blessing while they're in bloom. But if you try to keep flowers alive after their time is done, yeah. it's painful. Yeah. Right? You have to let them go. Yeah. And trust that like, in the next season, the new flowers will grow. Yes. Right. So some friendships are flowers. Mm-hmm. They're very seasonal. They're very situational, but they are still blessings. Yes. Right. So the flowers are valuable, but if they die, you gotta let them die mm-hmm. because then they're making room for new flowers. Mm-hmm. But then trees, on the other hand, trees are like deep friendships that are like for life. Right. So the thing about flowers and trees is they can both look the same in the beginning, mm-hmm. but trees grow more slowly. Yes. And as they grow, they give you more shade, so they cover you more, they protect you more. Right. That's nice. And so yeah, so you have some friends in your life, and probably as I'm talking about it, you you can think of those people. Of course. And, and their roots go yeah, deep, yeah. right? And you can really rely on them. Like if it's, if the sun's beating down on you hard, you can sit under the shade of a tree. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's raining, you can sit under a tree for protection. The roots go deep. You can't just cut a tree off. No. If you cut the top of the tree off, it'll still grow because the, the roots are there. Yeah. But trees take time. You can't force a tree to grow fast. Um, and at first, trees and flowers look the same. So you should treat them the same, both very valuable. But if it, once you notice that that this relationship or this friendship with this person is becoming a tree in your garden like continue to water that tree continue mm-hmm. to nourish it because you never have as many trees as flowers yes so for they're sure. rare and beautiful for sure. so you need to look after them right mm-hmm. so you have your flowers you have your trees then you have the grass so the grass in your life are the people who are just um they like kind of come and go like grass is pleasant it looks good it's nice to kind of rest on it it looks good like the trees and the flowers fit around the grass but um grass is a bit inconsequential always there but the roots don't really go too deep Mm -hmm. they aren't particularly beautiful so they don't bloom massively Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. they're still good still valuable still useful um and so in the very early stages a grass and a flower and a tree can look the same mm-hmm. right so once you notice that this plant that you or this relationship this friendship that you thought was just grass if it starts to bloom and you think oh this is becoming a flower then you know okay i can invest in this a bit more even though you're aware that okay this flower might die one day mm-hmm. or it might become a tree but you know like oh this is a bit special we have a connection with this person we make each other laugh and these would be like colleagues who you maybe you're closer to or like a neighbor you like to chat to like it'll be someone who the roots don't go that deep mm-hmm. but you like them you yeah the vibe. you connect right the presence so, is welcome yeah exactly those are the grass um and it's not just like people you walk past on the tube because they're like they're not in this picture right there would be weeds <laughs> the weeds oh don't worry i'm coming i'm coming to the weeds um so we have grass we have flowers we have trees a garden needs all of them to look beautiful Yes. And then you have the weeds. So the weeds, you know how weeds, they choke on the roots of the trees, they choke on the roots of the grass, and they choke on the roots of the flowers. Mm-hmm. So the weeds are destructive. They mm-hmm. are there to, to take away as opposed to give. Mm-hmm. The grass, flowers, and trees, are, they give in different degrees, but they yes. give, and they have roots. Whereas weeds, they don't even they barely put roots down. Mm-hmm. They're like super shallow. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So weeds, you do need to like be vigilant to watch and take them out because they will start to destroy your relationships with the grass, mm-hmm. your relationship with the flowers mm-hmm. and the trees, yes. right? So you don't want those things to be disrupted because they're giving you life. They're like beautiful and they're good. And the weeds are those people who are like very negative, always want to put you down, very negative about other people. They kind of choke on on positivity. They choke on energy. Mm-hmm. They only have negativity to spread. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to take those out of your garden. <laughs> you just want to get rid of those. You see one, pluck it out because once you let one into the garden, it's a whole bunch. A matter of time before they're everywhere, yeah. and then you've got to uproot the whole garden to get rid of them, oh. and that's painful. Mm. So, um, and here's the thing about this whole picture: is that all of us are every single one of those things to different people. True. Yes, we are. So you can't ever throw shade on the grass <laughs> because you are someone's great. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And. Never get bitter about a friendship that blooms and dies because you have been someone else's flower. True. And never take for granted how valuable trees are because you are someone else's tree. Yes. Um, and then equally check yourself because you are also someone else's weeds. Ooh. So you can't you can't ever be too too high and mighty like oh I'm a tree to everyone because you're not because you couldn't be. You're do you do you feel like weeds know that they're weeds though? They like is, is it intentional? I think sometimes I think I think it's a kind of fluid picture but I know for myself sometimes something will happen and maybe I'll get a bit jealous and I'll start to feel this feeling of like oh I don't want to celebrate that thing too much like, uh, <laughs> and then I have to just check myself and be like no this is like a great thing I you, like the thing about if you notice yourself becoming a weed it's natural it's human nature sometimes life is hard and you just like listen i'm just having a tough time but recognize it in yourself then that means you can be like i'm gonna stop being a weed and at least just be grass yeah you know i don't need to be a flower i don't need to be a tree right now if i don't have that kind of energy for this person mm-hmm. but let me not be a weed um so yeah that's my life admin for the week once again dropping these gems <laughs> uh, like I'm gonna be the scholar of my family by the end of this <laughs> when I low key drop it then they'll be like Teresa wow and I'll be like yes <laughs> oh good well if it blesses you I literally sit around thinking about this stuff all the time mm-hmm. and like I told my best friend this a couple of years ago she got me a pendant of a tree oh, she was like you're my tree and I was like yes Best friends don't expect that from me. I'm not that sentimental. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not usually either. But then when she did it, I was like, this is nice. You are my tree, okay? Oh. Yeah. But also, trees sometimes need pruning. So those friendships can be a bit painful at times. But they are valuable. But the roots are always there, right? Yeah, you prune so that you can grow better. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you have it. Great. In this week's another news segment, um, first I want to start with this and say I'm sure you guys have heard about the death of a rapper called Nipsey Hussle. Um, he was 33 years old and he was shot dead in LA. Yeah, he grew up in LA in front of his um, own store, so rest in peace to him. But uh, I had 
I had known about him, but now it's coming out about all of the things that he had done for his community, the things that he was putting in place, um, the gems that he had for people to speak about getting out of the situation because he grew up in a tough place and he decided to turn his life around. And somehow it ties into I am ambitious. Mm -hmm. So he was the type of person that he didn't want to be in the situation that he was in. So he worked hard to get out of that, but immediately turned around to help his community. Mm -hmm. So he was part of many incentives. He wanted to work with the police. He wanted to get the children into education and different activities as well. Had his clothing store, um, buying up property as well in the place that he grew up because many people grow up in places and they don't even have any stake or anything in there. So he was doing so many things that I didn't even know that he was doing. And I feel like his ambition was to help his community mm-hmm. and that's so like it so yeah, yeah. At, at all costs that's what he was trying to do and tragically his life was cut short i can't imagine how many things he could have achieved if he had the time to do it and probably the things that he did achieve in the small time he was here was what more than somebody else who has mm. been here for several years on this earth and probably amassed more wealth than him mm. has been able to achieve. So, yeah, I just wanted to say that in, in terms of his legacy and what he's done, we should be encouraged to be able to help our community be ambitious mm. in the things that matter mm. to help yeah. the next generation. Yeah. And building for your yeah. community. That's like yeah. such a good and important ambition to it have. It is. Uh, yeah. So it, it's a short one, but I just wanted to give that tribute to him as well as mm. you to be encouraged that with the little that you have, you are able to affect people a lot. Mm. It's sad that after his death, we hear all of that, but... I don't know whether he was a millionaire or whatever, but I don't think he had so much money, had to have billions before he thought, let me try and change those around And I guess though it's also maybe a testament, his focus was like building on his community and not even talking about it. He was just like, I just want to do this. Um, And I think that's like amazing because a lot of people want to do things to be seen doing Mm, them mm. because he was like i just actually want to do it and it's so important that the people that he did help they know about him Mm. and they understand how much that he cared for them so that they wouldn't have to go through what he he went went or or, yeah or made the choices that he had to make when he wasn't fully focused on the future or they can like continue they can see oh he was starting to do this maybe Mm -hmm. I can think differently Mm -hmm. like I think you never know who you're inspiring Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um so how did he die he was shot to death in front of his clothing store in the neighborhood that he grew up in Mm, I I think I saw somewhere that it was someone he knows yeah so apparently it was a rapper or something someone who's obviously jealous because it doesn't make sense to me to for someone who's doing selfless things for them to die. Mm. It doesn't make mm. sense. Jealousy is a, Jealousy it's is a dangerous, dangerous thing. Dangerous, you know? It's very dangerous. I think it, it honestly is like one of the most dangerous things because... It, it makes people act so it irrationally. Mad. Like, yeah. 
absolutely lose their mm-hmm. minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really gotta guard your heart from that because it's like if you let the seed go and then it starts to grow in your heart. You know, imagine going to murder someone. And like breaking a family apart because he had a girlfriend, I don't know if his wife, yeah. he had children as well. Mm-hmm obviously siblings parents mm, a whole community <laughs> yeah around him that's like, like obviously now. it's some people might even be scared that because he was helping us and now he's not here anymore are we gonna get any more funding mm. is this project still gonna go ahead mm. why should they have to feel that way mm. just because of one person's jealousy it's, it's absolutely tragic because it's so unnecessary there mm. are some things where you're like a car accident okay tragic but happens right mm. like just random yeah or somebody you know has a blood clot in their brain or something you know god forbid or any any of those things but they do happen and you can't you can't assign it to any particular thing and it's just like okay the randomness of life but it's like to go and be shot yeah so intentional Oof. that is so like you, yeah you knew exactly what you were going to do mm. and you knew exactly what the result would be mm. you know it's not it's not by mistake no it's not like you have to, def- you know. Ah, oh, so may he rest in peace. Yes, sir, and may the legacy he started continue. continue. Yes, yes. Mm. We have come to the end, but we cannot leave without the positive confession for this Yay, week. Positive confession. So, for this week, it is: I am not defined by what is expected of me. My ambition is to seek the gifts of the spirit, to excel and build with the people of God. Mm, Amen. And finally, song recommendation. I have to shout out KT. So Kensington Temple worship team, Uh more than enough. Oh, how does that one go? You're more than enough. You're more than enough for me, Jesus. You're more than enough. It wasn't enough for me, Lord. <laughs> no, we've only got one resident singer. I'm not trying to. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I don't know that one super well, so I will. You trust me. As soon as it yeah, it plays, you'd be like, they okay. sing it like almost every week. Okay, so yeah. You know. Okay, okay, cool. I'll I'll go find that one. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Yes so far this week thank you um for listening and please share this podcast like let us know what you think like every week we check our inbox and we're like guys send us some testimonies or let us just know what you think like do you agree do you disagree particularly on this episode like honestly yes it will make my week <laughs> to, to just hear what somebody else thinks yeah this was a really tough topic mm-hmm. like ambition is a hard one to talk about mm-hmm. and like how to how to be godly, godly yes in your ambition yes and it's something i definitely know for me i'm still working on and still trying to seek god on so I we'd love to hear what you what you think like what verses you think are relevant anything else that you think we missed or just you know get in touch have a great week guys bye, bye. This has been the Humble Pie Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I have been Mush. And I've been Teresa. Keep in touch and spread the word. And be blessed. <laughs>